0: How are you i'm good how are you good good <laughs> how are all you dudes out there
1: what is up i'm Aaron. i'm nicole this is dude that's fucked up the podcast and know what's fucked up? I've watched that new Taylor Swift video
0: like forty times already. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> I don't I even like, like her. And I, I don't either. I, I know I like know from the internet that there is a new video, but I haven't watched it yet. It's so. really
1: good. There's a lot of drag queens in it and like the Fab Five are in it and mm. and Katy Perry's in it. It's fun. There's just Katie like parries in it? Yeah. It's like they're they've
0: squashed their beef. They're like Meek Mill and Drake. That's crazy. It's
1: wild. And then they like <laughs> hug at the end and they're just like friends. Oh, that's nice. So it's kind of cute and it's very colorful. It reminds me of David LaChapelle, the photographer. Oh. It's all like – Man. It's really cool. I
0: think you'll like, like it. Like all surreal and yeah. like, funky and cool. Yeah. yeah it's, okay.
1: The aesthetic is good and I think Todd call helped with it and like Ruse in it. It's good. It's very fun. Okay. But, okay. but okay. also I like hate myself a lot.
0: <laughs> I mean it's Taylor Swift. She's just so
1: – She's a lot.
0: You know? Yeah. She's just like – she's not my cup of tea yeah i'll leave it at that cool all right um what's going on anything uh interesting happening in the world today aside from taylor swift do we have any business like what's what's like what's
1: going on what's the biz uh i got my braces off which we were talking about
0: these you guys should see fresh oh you should see these chompers. They are so gorgeous. She looks like a fucking, like, crest white strip model. Like, I don't even know. Like, she will do any kind of mouth modeling for you that you need. She's ready. Do you need a mouth model? I
1: am available. Hire me. I'm cute. That's what my d- sketch director always says. Uh, she'll be like, hire me. I'm cute. So, um, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's fun, but also I have a little bit of a lisp and I would take out my retainers, but I'm trying to keep them in. So everyone just deal with it and we'll get through this together.
0: (laughs) You're fine. I mean, I'm getting over a cold, so I might, you know, yeah, there might be like snot dripping on my (laughs) microphone from time to time. There's a lot going on here right now. Everybody just really embrace the gross mouth and nose sounds that you hear this is rule number one of podcasting don't have weird mouth and nose sounds <laughs> sorry well it's fine it's happening you, it's you fine. get what you pay for it's free <laughs> i love it um, yeah 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 let's well, see well uh, I believe the website is updated with uh, like a starter pack that uh, of episodes for if you're like, I want my friend to listen to this podcast like so we can talk about it and I know she'd love it or he'd love it. But you're like, I don't even know which episode to tell them to start on. Don't tell them to start on episode one. No, please. I mean, you can if you want to. It's fine. Uh, it's just like not our best work. Yeah, and we want to represent ourselves in all of the forms that the episodes have taken, I guess. So um, we slapped a few, well, Nicole did. um, (laughs) She slapped a few uh, episodes that are representative of like some of the things that we've covered over the past couple of years. And it's a good intro to DTFU. Oh my
1: gosh. Guess what? The link for that, if you want to share it in the notes for today's episode, right in there, right in the description
0: is where you'll find it. Magic. Amazing. Magic. Magic. Uh yeah. So anything fucked up for you this week? No um no, actually.
1: I I had uh I went camping and I thought it would have so many fucked up things, but turns out I'm fucking good at it because I'm a planner. So that's right. I just like planned the shit out of our camping trip for Pete's birthday and everything went swimmingly and it was great. So no fucked up things to report here, surprisingly. <laughs>
0: I, you know, that's a big part of camping is planning. And that's, it's kind of fun to to plan the whole thing and just be, have like your wine and your snacks. And, and, you know, that's all you need. That's That's great. What we did.
1: It was great. Yeah. I, I, it is a lot of work, but then when you get there, there's nothing to do. So it all like balances
0: out. And we both feel like so refreshed. Because you go to bed so fucking (laughs) early. You go to bed when the sun goes down. You go to bed
1: so (laughs) early. You get up early. You hear mm-hmm. nature sounds. We went on a fucking long-ass hike. Uh, yeah. And we sweated. And then at the top, I ate beef jerky, and we drank a beer that we packed up with us.
0: And, and it was the most delicious beer you've ever had? It was so fucking good. And then I peed in nature. And then... Yeah. Uh, you didn't get any pine cones up your twat? Nope, you
1: just, like, Nope. No. I didn't get bit by a rattlesnake on my cooter like I was expecting. <laughs> so... Uh, it was very God, scary. Oh my God. Uh, it took me like five minutes just to find a spot. I was like, I don't want to go here. And then Pete's like, just go. And I'm like, no, people can I see know. me. And he's like, no one's around. And I'm like, well, the ground is soft. There's snakes. And he's like, no, it's fine. He's like, it's fine. And then finally I went and it was great. And I didn't, I barely got any pee on my shoe
0: and yeah. was, <laughs> it was so fun. And nobody saw your twat or no, anything? nobody. <laughs> my
1: twat is still not seen. It's still right. under wraps.
0: <laughs> oh, what a treat. What a treat,
1: yeah. Anyway, what's your fucked up thing?
0: Um. Well, so like I said, I've been sick. And it's just such a struggle. Um. I've been trying to get better. And I think one of the ways for me that I like, a process for me to feel better is just, like, it could be, like, a physical illness, uh, you know, any kind of, like, mental shit you have going on is to fucking get your shit together, put on a cute outfit, and just, like, at least try to look. Right. Like, dress the part. Presentable. Yeah. And then, like, maybe go outside for Mm. a few minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was a strategy I had put in place a a couple days ago. I was still really sick, but I was like, "I'm tired of like, f- like looking like a, a fucking gross beast." So yeah, yeah.
1: you kind of I, wallow in it a little sometimes. You gotta like, yeah. you, you gotta like wash your hair, get out of your pajamas, yeah.
0: and then that helps. I you. smelled, yeah. and so I was like, "I'm tired of being smelly," and I, I don't know if I smell because I can't smell anything, but you know, I assume. So I like, I had, uh, I had done a subscription box thing you know where you like i'm not gonna say which one but like you get the you get the clothes yeah yeah you send them back yeah yeah you get get like a personal stylist they send you yeah, Yeah. yeah 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 and so one of the items of clothing i had was a pair of like really cute wide leg jeans i was like and usually like wide leg jeans look like frumpy as fuck on me but these ones were like cute and i was like bitch yes my butt looks good uh-huh. i don't have a huge fupa somehow this is crazy i'm like all sucked in so i was like feeling <laughs> feeling good i mean i wasn't feeling good but i was feeling i was looking i feel i felt like i was looking okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so therefore i was feeling a bit better uh-huh. so i'm like getting jack ready to go to the park and i have a huge sneeze and i <gasps> pissed myself <laughs> Like hard. <laughs> so uh, uh, so you I almost pants now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mhm. Yeah. I mean, who's gonna know? Oh my Except God. Except for everybody that just listened to this. So but yeah, I, I and I you know, usually I, I I know better to like put a panty liner on or something, but I had just been so ready to walk out the door that I just plum forgot. Oh my God. Uh, oh. so had to change. And oh. then the day was over. <laughs> Did you laugh? Did you laugh at yourself? <laughs> yeah. Cause I look like, I, and they're like light, uh, they're like a light wash. So it was just like immediately obvious. And I was just like, God, Fucking damn. But luckily,
1: they were extra wide legs. So, like, the sides absorbed, like, it absorbed down around the
0: sides. (laughs) Oh, it went so far down the leg. It was like, oh, dear. (laughs) It wasn't that much pee either. It was just like, I mean, it was like a solid amount. It was like a quick burst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a quarter
1: cup. You're lucky they weren't, the legs weren't so wide that it just. Actually, maybe you're not lucky, but too bad it didn't just spray out onto the floor. And you could have just wiped it up with a paper towel and been on your way. <laughs> I know,
0: but, you know. Wow. Wow. Well. It was a. Uh, yeah, that happened. Still got to work on that pelvic floor, huh? Oh, man. Yep. Or just, you just
1: wear Depends.
0: Yeah, I think that's the answer. Yeah. Just bo- do both. Just do both. Just constant Kegels and Depends. Yeah. fuck oh god that's good well well (laughs) i don't even know how to segue into this topic there's no segue we're gonna talk about beanie babies (laughs) i always try to segue but it's just this shit's too dumb man
1: it's uh wow what an adventure i think (laughs) <laughs> we we knew we were excited to talk about this last week when we were like picking topics and we both just started talking about how stupid it was and then oh Aaron's God. like we have to stop we have to save something for the podcast so yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> you guys do you remember in the in the like early mid 90s how crazy beanie babies were like how obsessed everybody was with them dude do you guys remember what beanie babies are like the little fucking stuffed animals it's a fucking just had like it's a hacky sack with a face (laughs) literally literally that's what they are it's like
1: and also like this is what this is like immediately what is invoked when i hear beanie babies it's like those like weird um stores like where we grew up, that were, like, kind of fancy lady stores, but then they were also an official retailer yes. of Beanie Babies because you had to be an official retailer to, like, sell this shit. <sighs> and it's just, like, they always smelled like old ladies in there, and, like, maybe they had candy, like, weird candy. They had,
0: like, they had like really gross-smelling candles. Yeah. Literal... P- Potpourri, like that doesn't, like you can't buy potpourri anymore. Um, and
1: because people figured out, oh, it's just a bunch of sticks that they they
0: sprayed with lysol. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then there's like weird, like chocolates. I don't know, like gourmet chocolates that aren't good. Like old ass gourmet chocolates.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And like, and like, why am I thinking of, like, a red felt hat? It's, like, <laughs> but it has, like, a large brim, yeah. and there's, like, a sunflower on it.
0: Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and there's just, like, a whole entire rack of pashminas. <laughs> and and they're all paisley pashminas. <laughs> I was just going to say, they're all ugly paisley pattern. Oh, dear. Yeah, we, d- yeah, we know. It's, like, it, we, oh, and, like, the worst, most, like, uh ugliest sympathy cards they are it's just an entire wall of sympathy cards they don't have any other kinds that's just sympathy I'm I'm sorry you have to buy a card for someone it's the wall of sympathy cards I'm sorry it's your birthday
1: (laughs) Uh, I'm sorry we'll still I'm sorry we're still married. Happy anniversary.
0: <laughs> oh shit. God. God. Oh, dear. <laughs> I'm just thinking of a very specific store. <laughs> yeah, oh I I know exactly which one you're thinking of. <laughs> and and, is, oh, is, and like, then it's leopard print. <laughs> yeah. And there's also a, a bunch of like, wood carved canes up by the register (laughs) Sorry Like they're like walking sticks and canes. It's like it's a fashion (laughs) cane. Yeah fashion cane. Ladies ladies fashion (laughs) cane. Men's walking sticks. And they have- And they're like Gandalf. They're like Gandalf sticks. <laughs> oh, oh my fuck. god, and they had they had those belt
1: buckles that were like tin. It was like beaten out tin that was like the size of a baby's head, and then it had like yeah. turquoise around it.
0: <laughs> oh man, I like those. Yeah, they're back in
1: fashion. I hated yeah. them at the time. And then the the belt oh. isn't leather, it's like chain link. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like that magic trick with the two loops <laughs> all the way around. Oh my god! Anyway,
0: it's like are you trying to be a raver or a or like, like Lady oh, Guinevere, old lady Sedona, <laughs> or,
1: yeah. yeah, or like are you Lady Guinevere?
0: <laughs> oh my god! Okay, okay. okay. They sold Beanie Babies there. <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, okay. <laughs> how?
1: Why? It's like, you know, how? Like, fucking sell them at a toy store. Why are they at this fucking lady store?
0: Oh, dear. <laughs>
1: anyway. uh, oh. All right. Let's start. Okay. Do you mind if we start with the founder? I, I
0: yes, Okay. Let's start with it. Because it wasn't just some, like, you know, accident shitty company just like being like let's mass produce a bunch of dumb you know stuffed animals yeah a a person actually had an idea Uh, to make these things
1: (laughs) (laughs) that makes it worse okay yeah um okay so let's start with ty warner he is ultimately the founder of beanie babies and uh, he was just like a regular guy working at a toy manufacturer uh, called Dakin, and it, they were like a plush toy company. So they made stuffed animals.
0: Right. Got it. Got it.
1: So, and according to the people he worked with, he was their number one salesman. But also, according to the people he worked with, number one dickhead. He was a total asshole. Oh. But like mostly in his personal life, like the accounts I read, like I guess he, this is alleged from a New York Post article I read. Uh, which was actually like um, about a book that was released uh, called "The Great Beanie Baby Bubble Mass Delusion and the Dark Side of Cute." So that that I don't know, whatever. Um, but so, but in this, someone that the the author of the book interviewed said that he once waited five days to tell his sister that his dad died so he could like clean oh. the antiques out of the house before. Like, what the fuck? He was like a kind of a sketchy asshole. What a piece of shit. Yeah. So, um, not a surprise. While he was working at Dakin, uh, he started his own toy line. Like, he was like secretly making a toy line on the side and they found out and they're like, you can't do that. Like, you, oh my God. you work for us, you're fired. Um,
0: yeah. the definition of non-compete yeah. and why there are such business contracts on. Yeah.
1: So... He was fired. And then he was like, all right, well, I'm just going to start my own business. He named it Ty, uh, which if you'll remember from like two minutes ago, that's also his name. So just like a total like megalomaniac and like super into himself, a narcissist and whatevs. Um, And he made – he also made stuffed animals. But his – Initial concept was a stuffed animal, but like in the butt and then in the legs and arms, he'd put beans so that it wasn't like yeah. fully plush and could be like posable.
0: Yeah. I read like he said it looked like they moved, and I was like, bitch, what? <laughs> okay that's some creepy ass shit <laughs> that is creepy
1: and also kids don't need their animals looking like they move i already would no. imagine that as a kid you know like you i like we've talked about that <sighs> creepy doll i had i forget yeah. it was like that norwegian troll doll and i would like yeah in my in my little kid brain it would come to life and i ha- i would like stare yeah. at it and be like don't come to life <laughs> oh my God. you know kids get scared
0: yeah did you see the remaking Child's Play? Yeah, with Audrey like, Plaza's in it, right? I love that. Yeah, yeah. Who? Uh, You know, and that's like that is like a deep seated like horror trope. Yeah, yeah. Like, you don't want it, you don't want your stuffed animals looking like they just can move on their own. That's no. weird. Oh my god! But he was all about it. That was his whole concept. He fucking <laughs> loved it, and he
1: started with. Um, his first line of toys that he like actually started selling were like Himalayan cats, which were like very fuzzy, uh-huh. but then they were like kind of floppy. But I think uh-huh. this was very important because what he did was he first appealed to like cat people yeah, with these cats, mm-hmm. and. Because they were, like, kind of small and he started to build, like, a, you know, like, the idea of collecting, he also appealed to hoarders. And this is essential to capturing the American
0: market. Yes. Okay. A specific corner <clears throat> yes. of the American market. <laughs> yes.
1: A very specific corner. So, these Himalayan cats did fine. Um, And this is in the early 90s, but it wasn't until the second line in 1993... Where he expanded into more designs, and he made uh what would become the real first Beanie Babies, which are like full of beans. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Brownie the bear, Chocolate the moose, and the very first actual Beanie Baby, Legs the frog.
0: <laughs> that's kind of dark, Legs the frog. Like that's eat the them. part of the frog you eat. I know, dude.
1: Maybe he was a huge ZZ Top fan. Oh, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> i don't know um who knows and at first re, you know he'd go to retailers and they're like ew these are fucking cheap like they're made yeah. from that scratchy ass fabric that that is on the top of your car you know like <laughs> it's like not comfortable no one wants to cuddle with this it's fucking filled with beans and
0: it's like small and it's so, so it's small. not like a, it's not like huggable and like it's you like you can't hug it like a regular plush toy. It's like toy.
1: underfilled so it's like floppy like it it looks like someone didn't it looks like this pa- like shouldn't have passed quality control.
0: Right. Yeah. But like
1: now it's made it into the homes of children. And so mm. People are like, no, we hate this. But he's like, whatever. I'm just gonna keep doing my thing. And then he designed a bit. He redesigned the bear and like made it multicolored. And and then instead of being like, oh, well, like, you know, we have a new design. They they did kind of do that. But he was like, oh, um, we'll we'll put this out as a new face teddy. And the other one's mm. old face teddy and then if you have it, wow, that's really cool cuz that was like first edition.
0: Uh, Instead of
1: being like we've improved it essentially. It, like right. like you don't talk negatively about the previous one.
0: Huh. Do you know what I mean? It's not and it's not new and improved. Right. It's just this is brand new and the one that you had bought before that is retired yeah. now. Yeah, it's special. And and it's special because there aren't any it's more crazy of that you, we're not going to make any more yeah. of those those are done There are only like 200 ever made and you have one of them yeah
1: so people were like oh okay well I guess I'll get new face teddy but like also I kind of want to try and find old face teddy and then this whole strategy was solidified in 1995 when um <clears throat> he was manufacturing A lamb one. I forget the name of it. I don't care. Uh, (laughs) um, And his retailer or his manufacturer couldn't fulfill the order of like more lambs. And so instead of telling his retailers like, sorry, my manufacturer fucked up. I'm not going to get this shipment to you. Again, he was like, you know what? The lamb, you're not going to see that again. It's retired. So if you already have that, great. If not... I'm sorry. Like, you don't get it. And people were like, oh, like, I really want that now that I know I can't have it.
0: Yeah. And, like, people really like that. I can't believe we're not getting more of it. Yeah. Why Why would you do that? The demand is high. Yeah. And then he's, and he'd be like, it's exclusive. It's exclusive. Sorry. And
1: guess what? You're not going to get the lamb, but I have something else for you. And this is limited or whatever. You know, like, so he, yeah. he like, really leaned into that and then
0: people fucking loved it. <laughs> I mean, that's honestly in terms of marketing, that is so fucking smart, so smart and I I'm not mad about it, truly. No. I'm not mad about it.
1: Also like it, I mean, I feel like I don't know if that is still a thing that happens, but in the 90s that was a huge that was like a huge thing that kept happening like I mean, like, trading cards always existed, but then, like, Pogs, remember? Like, there were, like, special Pogs, and then, like, marbles or whatever. Like, it just kept happening. I know.
0: Yeah. It's interesting because by the 90s, we had such a throwaway kind of uh, economy that it was weird to see something that was, like, a limited edition. I don't know if that makes any sense but like yeah we had like the McRib only came out for a couple (laughs) months we had you know ecto cooler Mm. high c and it's like you kind of started to see the first hints of how nostalgia and uh exclusivity affects people's emotional decisions yeah or emotional based decisions when it comes to buying things so wild This is pretty smart, in my opinion. Uh, So, but even still, like, it's a shitty little stuffed animal that isn't even stuffed all the way. (laughs) Uh, How the fuck did these things get so popular? So the exclusivity aspect was very, very important Mm. um, to the whole strategy. So the, the early, by early 1996, the scarcity strategy, he pretty much accidentally stumbled into was totally, totally paying yeah. off. Um, and people were, like, totally into the idea of collecting these things because they were only in these specific retailers, too. Yeah. Um, these, like, specialty stores. They weren't sold at, like, Tours R Us they, or, or any other, like, bigger box places. Just these small boutiques. Mm. So it's very interesting also – simultaneously before any of this on a larger scale happened, there was, so he was, started this whole company in in Chicago. Mm -hmm. And according to a New York Times article, this is where things started to like kind of take off, was when a handful of neighbors in the Chicago suburbs discovered that each had a small collection. So a bunch of like group, group, a group of a bunch of neighbors started figuring out like, oh, I have this beanie baby and oh you have that beanie baby i've never seen that before and they started trading with one another Mm. like trading the beanie babies back and forth and then they established some informal rules so two tabasco the bull beanies (laughs) were equivalent to one of the rare kiwi the toucan beanies uh Their trading circle spread and eventually went national, which is pretty crazy for back before the internet was like a real thing. yeah um, So they it ended up spreading because there were articles and TV segments about moms and dads who traded a five dollar toy for thousands of dollars. So oh my they God. just kind of like created this intrinsic value within their like little suburb suburban, you know, soccer mom group. I don't know. It's so weird. No, for
1: real. Because one or two of the of the women, their name were their names were Becky. And then I was just thinking, like, this is such a white lady. You know, like Becky is what like white ladies are called. Yeah. <clears throat> like middle aged white lady moms. And I was like, this is such like a mom thing. I I remember a a, a childhood friend's mom being into these. Oh yeah. And I was just like, what. Why? Like I didn't even understand. I was a kid. It was like, um, I don't know, this very uh, suburban. It it turned into like this basically somewhat affluent suburban like thing. That's where it yeah. all started, because it was just these ladies that had disposable income to be buying up these five dollar fucking dumbass beanbags with a face.
0: And they had like the time and energy to like go looking for them. Yeah. And like devoting like hours scavenging through yeah. these boutique <laughs> stores or like calling random people in their like phone tree to see if they had a fucking you know, Princess Diana bear yeah. or whatever. It's That's a real it's one. wild how this all started. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, and then also in addition to that this like whole kind of I guess, springboard of the Chicago suburbanite kind of (laughs) like (laughs) little perfect storm here. The other key factors that contributed to the collectible nature of the Beanie Baby was the unique creative elements that were part of each little animal. Yeah, They were all essentially animals. Or some of them, I don't know. Some of them were just like made up creatures, but yeah, like yeah. most of them were just like little animals. It's um, like, and so it's like
1: Bernie the blob. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Each product contained a unique birthday and poem that was printed on the tag of every beanie. Okay. Movie.
1: That's straight up stolen from fucking Cabbage Patch kids.
0: Exactly. Ugh. Exactly. But
1: kids Ugh. liked that. So
0: yeah. Um, And then, of course, supply and demand the scarce availability fell short of the product demand. So Okay,
1: th- I feel like this is where the um this like suburban mom group, so they all like mm-hmm. realized they were ha- had these Beanie Babies and they were like, "Oh, we all collect these." But then they all realized we should get more cuz you know, mm. it's like, "Oh, you have these ones, I have these ones. If we're all out there like trying to get more, we can make sure we get all the different ones." And, like, that's fun, or whatever their thinking behind that was. And so the two Beckys... They become the suppliers. Yeah, they become the suppliers. So, and they drive up the demand. So, uh, the two literal Beckys, Becky Phillips and her friend Becky Estensoro, and uh, these other two ladies, Dr. Paula Benchik-Abrinko and her sister Peggy Gallagher, they, like... Were four women in in the Chicago suburbs that like really were like, I, I'm going to uh, collect these and let's see what happens. So it started because Dr. Paula, she worked in a hospital and she realized that their mm. gift shop sold. Beanie Babies. And then she'd have to call, like, other hospitals for whatever, re- whatever reason. And then every time she was done with the call, she'd have them transfer her to the gift shop to see what Beanie Babies they had. Oh, my God. She was, like, God. fucking doing this on the clock. She was, like, working two Dude. jobs. So she started getting Beanie Babies from all these different hospital gift shops that, like, you know, she'd be like, what do you have? And then she'd know, oh, I don't have that one. I'm going to get that one. And then... Her sister, uh, Peggy started, um, she, she had contacted a German distributor and was like, Hey, I want to buy from you directly. And they're like, okay. So she started buying them at wholesale price and, and then collecting them. And then eventually she would realize that they were worth something and sell them for a lot of money. But that's how she started gathering them. And then, uh. They were like, we have all these Beanie Babies and we know people want these, but like, how do we, how do we like put them out into the market and like, what do we charge for them? So then right. Peggy put a, um, put an ad in a collectible magazine, like where you would buy trading cards or whatever, or anything right. collectible, I guess. Um and she, she just started setting prices. She's like, okay, this one's worth $10 because it's, like, not – I don't think it's as rare. This one's worth $20 because it, I don't know anyone else who has this. And they – she, like, set the market value for, for Beanie Babies initially. And the market just met that. Like, there was no science or math behind it. It wasn't like Ty was like, oh, I, o- I know I only made 100 of this one. So, th- therefore, right. it's really rare. Like – like
0: they had, no idea they had no idea what the yeah what the uh actual like numbers of anything of any production no. was so they didn't really know yeah. how actually scarce it was they were just going by whatever anecdotal evidence they had <laughs> in front of them dude
1: and it worked because like they set the market price and like ty was really pissed because eventually the some of them would be selling for like eighteen hundred dollars um what because those were so scarce but then oh my god these women he like owes his fortune to these to these four women specifically or like you know this group of suburban housewives because uh by the end of 1996 his sales had risen to $280 million, and that year, his pre-tax income was $90 million. Holy shit. Because that, like, what they did also drove up, drove up the supply for the ones in stores. Right. Because pe- right. people don't know if the next one's going to be so scarce that, like... Well, and, and think about how this is, like, all
0: word of mouth yeah, also. Yeah,
1: cause it like it was so... In the 90s, it was mid-90s, like... We didn't have cell phones.
0: Yeah, we okay, the internet existed, but at the time only 1.4% of the American population was actually using the internet. Oh my god. So there there was there was no tool for this to be spread around like it was. They were just they just made this happen. It was like, I don't know, like a underground fucking drug trade. Dude, it's for so crazy. real.
1: Oh, my God.
0: It's like a black market of Beanie Babies. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's very interesting. I could see a movie being made about this. I know. It would be great. We could work on the screenplay together.
1: Wait. I have a joke later on. Did you see it? No. Oh, okay. I said we should call it... uh, oh, Oh, I'll leave it till we get there.
0: Oh, okay, okay. But I already have an idea. Okay, well, we're on the same fucking wavelength... As always. as always, as per usual. <laughs> per usual. Um, so another factor, obviously, going into this, making this whole craze, what an actual craze, is that the availability of Beanie Babies, like we said, only sold in small gift shops and specialty <laughs> shops. <laughs> Where there's Next to the, the sympathy wi- card wall.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and the... Paisley Padminas, <laughs> um, and uh, let's see. Oh, then also this is interesting. Um, I'm skipping some of the notes. Really oh yeah, quick. yeah. But I had mentioned before that the internet was not really a thing, mm-hmm. but it kind of was. So it's very interesting that Ty incorporated the the company. Yeah. Was the first business to produce a business to consumer website, which was designed to engage with their market. And I think this might have been a response to those women who had, you know, figured out how to skirt around this and like make it so that there was like this crazy market value for them. So I think this is what they kind of came up with to stave that off. Oh, it was Um, like
1: him taking back control and like trying to set the value, like the actual value.
0: Right. So because he, like, but at the same time, it's like only a few hundred thousand people in the United States were using the internet. And of those few hundred thousand people, how many of them were using it to buy Beanie Babies, (laughs) you know? So... Uh, but it was, it's very interesting from a marketing perspective because this is really the first time you see, um, somebody putting directly on their product, a call to action to go to a website. Whoa. This this is like the first time that had ever been done. And I thought that was really, really interesting. That's so wild.
1: I don't even think I had used a computer at that point. Maybe to do like a typing thing or play Oregon Trail at school.
0: Yeah, I mean, I remember doing like, yeah, like going. I mean, on AOL or like uh, Netscape. Yeah, 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 yeah. Navigator. Oh, yeah, you know? that's
1: true. That's true. Because we were probably like in middle school.
0: Yeah. Whoa, that's wild. And just going on ency- encyclopedia, uh, Britannica online or whatever. Yeah. Like having the CD ROM. Yeah, for that. yeah,
1: yeah. Okay, I remember that. That's fun. Uh um, well anyway the I think the last thing that was really smart but also maybe kind of like led him to a little bit to the tipping point of like oversaturation he was really good at like keeping ownership of his brand like so many movie studios like even Steven Spielberg had approached him and was like hey we want to do a licensing thing. Probably for like Jurassic what? Park or something, you know, like that's around this time. And, uh-huh. and we want to do like a licensing thing with Beanie Babies. And he was like, no. And what? yeah, he turned down like a Damn. bunch of movie studios. I would imagine like Disney and all this shit, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But then he did uh, work out a deal with McDonald's. And I remember I remember getting a Beanie Baby from McDonald's. I think that was oh, the only yeah. one I ever got was like a mini Beanie Baby. It was like. Uh, yeah they weren't actual beanie babies but still the same concept they were just smaller yep um and they were like their own special thing so he like he still had the idea of like okay these are gonna be like limited and you know it'll still be a a special thing um and it was supposed to be a five week promotion it had a whole marketing campaign like they did tv commercials and all this shit um but people went Fucking crazy! People were going through the drive-through and ordering a hundred Happy Meals and being like, um, "I don't want the food. I just just give me like you could keep the food and I'll pay for them. But like, just give me the Beanie Babies." And like, people <sighs> would call the McDonald's and be like, "What Beanie Babies do you have?" Like before they even went down there, it was so fucking crazy. Um, I think they had yeah they had planned for five weeks. They were done after two weeks. Like the i think the inventory had been depleted mcdonald's was scared for their employees lives because like people were getting so psycho like jesus it it was so wild um so they like canceled the whole tv campaign and like that was that but damn i feel like by this point so all, all, all of this created a company like all of these business moves created a company that sold 1.8 billion dollars worth of animal shaped bean bags um <laughs> grossing tie a personal 700 million dollars in Jesus I think 1996 um uh, 95 or 96 he even this was like actually a pretty chill move and like makes me think okay he wasn't probably an asshole but like maybe not a huge huge asshole the year that he grossed that money, he paid out a bonus to all of his employees of their salary. So, like, he. Oh, whatever wow. Their, of their yearly yeah, salary. So, like, if they wow. made $40,000 that year, he gave them $40,000 also. Huh. Which, I thought that was pretty good.
0: That's pretty cool. Yeah.
1: But then, I feel like this is where we've created just so much shit. It's getting gnarly, and people were so out of control that, like, then we get into the dark side of this whole craze. Yeah. Where, like, children were trampled in toy stores by, like, middle-aged women with bad haircuts, like, trying to get whatever fucking jerk-off Beanie Baby fucking shit. <laughs>
0: Jesus. Jesus.
1: Women are Whoa. trampling kids. Becky's are trampling kids. Like, it is <laughs> bad. And um, not even that, like, divorced couples had to go into arbitration over, like, who got whatever. <laughs> you know? It's,
0: it's real. real. It's There's, real. There's, like,
1: I remember this in the news, but, like, it, it was, you know, these couples had, like, grown their collection together, and then they get divorced, and then they would fucking fight over, like... Just sell them all and split the money. Like, what? I don't understand. Because, well, we'll get to the fact that they're worth nothing now. But (sighs) Um, families were sinking their life savings. Like, trying to... They were, like, spending their kids' college savings that they had been putting away to buy fucking dumb dumb dolls. And even an actor named Chris Robinson, who was a doctor on General Hospital, the soap opera, he put his... He put... $100,000 $100,000 into a Beanie Baby collection that never <gasps> paid off. Like, oh. people, you know, people could sell these for money. Like, some of the ladies that we talked about got rich from this. Yeah. But not everyone... That did not happen to most people. Most people just, like, fucking bought these dumb toys and probably still have them in a box in their attic, yeah. you know? um, Like, this, This for me, is, like, where things got out of control, crime rings were starting to collect and trade on beanie babies like they were like running fucking crime with beanie babies as a currency instead of fucking drugs
0: they were like running beanie babies it's
1: (laughs) psychotic it is so what the fuck it's like but i guess that's how you know that you've made it it's like tony soprano is like whacking people (laughs) over like Dumb Beanie Babies and, um, like, of course, like, cars were getting broken into and people were, like, taking Beanie Babies right off the dashboard or or oh the back, God. the little back shelf, yeah. which is where I see most Beanie Babies, even to this day. Uh-huh. Um, and, like, delivery trucks that were carrying Beanie Babies were getting knocked over. Police were finding. What? Yeah. Police were finding Beanie Babies in, like, drug dens that they had raided. Like, one police found some Beanie Baby, and he's like, "What the fuck is that doing here? It's worth four hundred dollars, and he took it.
0: <laughs> he didn't put it in the evidence locker. He like just took it to for himself. Probably if he was smart at the time, and hopefully oh he god. sold it and got four hundred dollars and like got to do something fun. Oh my um, god!
1: But then of course, like forged Beanie Babies started circulating. And, uh, you know, it just got way too big. And Ty issued uh, cease and desist letters. And it just, like, things were just getting so out of control that, like, the bubble finally had to burst.
0: That's why he should have licensed his fucking shit. I know. Then he wouldn't. Well, Well, I
1: think the problem came because... I mean, also, people are just over it, you know? Like, people just all of a sudden have had enough. Like, that's why it's a fad or a trend or whatever. It's, like, it's not going to exist forever. And he realized that in 1999 when he retired a series of Beanie Babies. And every other Beanie Baby that he had retired immediately the market value pe- like spiked for that beanie baby nothing happened right. for for these ones Uh-oh. he retired and he was like uh oh and then he released 20 plus new designs and people did not go crazy over them no one waited in line no one was calling you know their local fashion cane store and being like <laughs> you know what what beanie babies do you have like all of a sudden there was just like no demand for them because people were over yeah. it.
0: Yep. Um, it's... That's a fad. That's what happens. Yeah. It comes and goes.
1: Yeah. And Ugh. and then, you know, it's that thing where it like... Uh, then it's too much. Like, you go into a store like that and you just see all the Beanie Babies and no one's buying them and it's like overwhelming, this small little store. And then it's like yeah. sad.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. So... Well, I mean, people, though, still think Beanie Babies are worth something to this day. I don't know how. Well, there's recently been some articles that have popped up Mm. on the Internet Mm. talking about how you could be, you might have a very rare Beanie Baby and you should try to sell it on eBay. Uh Um, I, I keep looking at these articles and reading them and being like, where are they getting this information from? Yeah. I think there was like one article about it that was literal fake news and all these other articles like kind of just copy and pasted the information. <laughs> and it's based on looking at eBay auctions for some of these e- these Beanie Babies, which there's a shit ton on eBay. Uh-huh. And that was another way that, uh, by the way – Beanie babies got so fucking crazy is because of eBay. Oh, um, cause that was that, like early, eBay, early days of eBay, early days of eBay, yeah. So, and probably made eBay what it is today, wow. to be honest. Uh, so I looked at some of these auctions and there are so many random beanie babies that I've never even seen before. Like, the probably the most famous one is the Princess Diana bear. Mm-hmm. It's like a royal blue um, beanie baby. It's a bear. It has a little and rose it on
1: its chest.
0: Has, Yeah, and which is so fucked up that they even made this thing. It was supposedly, a, like, for, like, charity, they made this, and, like, the proceeds went to um, a foundation, like, in her name. Uh, but I don't know who's to say. But it's, I don't know, they had... <laughs> They put out some pretty tasteless uh, Beanie Babies in their time. <laughs> I can't figure out, though, what the fuck's going on on eBay because I'm looking at it. And so a lot of the articles, like, posted links to these different auctions of certain Beanie Babies that are going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're all apparently rare Beanie Babies. And some of them have sold for thousands of dollars. And Is that real? I'm looking real? Well, I'm looking at the like auction date that it closed mm-hmm. and I guess that means that it did sell and all of them sold or the auction closed in January of 2019. So, Whoa. something something's weird, something weird is going on. I don't know what, but it makes me feel like I have a conspiracy theory <gasps> brewing. Oh my god. Yeah. Um so I think I I don't know if it's real, but, I mean, it can't be that. There's nobody out there, like, with just random disposable income spending $20,000 on a Beanie Baby anymore. Like, there no. cannot be. You'd be crazy. Um, In this economy, I can't see that happening. <laughs> <laughs> like, there might still be a couple people out there who are, like, ready, willing, and able to drop, drop half a million dollars on a Princess Diana bear. No, Oh my but God. it's not likely unless I think there's somebody out there trolling eBay auctions <gasps> and intentionally, artificially inflating the Beanie Baby market by actually paying thousands <gasps> of dollars for rare Beanie Babies. Um, and it could be, I have some theories about who it could be. It has to be like only one or two people. Okay. Uh, or, you know, just a very small group of people. Um, the Becky's? Could be t- The Beckys, could be the Beckys, (laughs) but could it be Ty himself? He has all this money still, probably from his heyday as this, you know, (laughs) hacky sack with a face (laughs) mogul.
1: He well, and he after like beating babies kind of stopped. He was a hotel mogul. I think he bought like the New York Four Seasons hotel. Like so,
0: really, he
1: still has money.
0: So yeah, he I, still has money.
1: And honestly, who's the only person who would have such a vested interest in getting these Beanie Babies to sell? Like, could it be the man with the 370,000 foot square foot warehouse that's full yeah. of like a $100 million worth of Beanie Babies that no one's ever seen? That's right. I mean, also, okay... It makes me sad that there's $100 million worth of Beanie Babies just like sitting somewhere in a warehouse. And then I thought that would be a crazy movie if it was like Toy Story, but we'll, <laughs> but we'll take the O's out and it'll be Ty-story. Ty-story? Because it's Ty, the guy, yep, yep, and yep. the toys. So anyway, <laughs> that was my thing.
0: Oh my God, that's funny. <laughs> uh, I think, or it might not be Ty. It could be a weird celebrity like, like a very eccentric one
1: that like loves very, dolls.
0: Yeah. And my money is on Celine Dion. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Cause Celine Dion's just like a weirdo. She's like a kooky aunt who just like also happens to be a billionaire. Oh my so god. I can see I can see Celine Dion just like going online being like, Oh, what does my little baby <laughs> baby's doing online today? Oh. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh
1: uh, oh, her accent—that was good. You live.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised there's not a Celine Dion beanie baby, to be honest. Maybe she has her own. Maybe she's like Frankenstein. Like maybe
1: she's taken <laughs> parts from other beanie yeah. babies and like Frankenstein one into a Celine Dion baby, and then she like puts it on the pool raft and like sends it out into the sunlight <laughs> with a little. Beanie Baby cocktail and little sunglasses, and then that, and then she like dresses the same, and she gets on her raft, and she floats next to it,
0: and she sings the Titanic yeah. song. Near, far, <laughs> <laughs> Uh. Okay, or maybe it's not Celine Dion, or it could maybe be a Russian oligarch. I don't know. Oh wow, yeah, just like some. Some weird dude out there. Old money. In the world with a ton of money. Fucking Um, brony, but now he's a Beanie Baby guy. Because, like, Russians love to troll us, so, like, why wouldn't they also, like, troll us on Beanie Babies? Uh, Yeah. Maybe he has an entire room filled with Beanie Babies that he dives into, like Scrooge McDuck. I don't know. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Oh, my God. It's like a ball pit. because Yeah. Yeah, but it's all Beanie Babies. It's like a meta ball pit because there's little balls inside of the, the oh beanie babies. Oh my God, babies. it is. It's,
1: it is a ball pit,
0: but yeah, they technically. all are
1: housed in animal skins.
0: <sighs> Ew. Uh,
1: Felty animal skins.
0: So I remember having beanie... I don't know. I don't know what the... If this is a very underbaked uh, conspiracy theory, so yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. throwing this out there. Okay. But like, anyway... Um, I don't know. Some of the worst beanie babies though that I saw okay, the worst one. The worst one. I didn't have this one or anything, but um I as I was like scrolling through eBay, I saw this one. Actually there's two that are really really terrible and shitty. Okay. Um <laughs> there is the American flag one. Oh no, that's pretty bad. <laughs> um no, there is a holy father no, beanie baby. No. Yeah. Uh huh.
1: It was uh-huh. like the Catholics. Like is it a yeah. Catholic response to beanie babies?
0: Yeah, it's like I don't know, man. I don't know why they made this. It's like in honor of the Pope or something. Mm.
1: It's um, a pa- it's a
0: papal beanie a, baby. Yeah, it's a papal beanie baby. Papal, yeah. Um, and it's so weird. And I was just like, wait, what? And it just has like a um, it. I don't know. It's in honor of. Pope John Paul II. It's strange. Um, That one was weird. And it made me somehow – like, it was so tacky. It made me think of The Young Pope, that show on HBO Uh that I fucking love. Um, And then there's another one that is so tacky that it's, like, kind of sad. It's called The Billionaire Baby, Beanie Baby. And it was – they made it in honor of making over a billion dollars. Like, Ty made it in honor of making over a billion dollars. So weird. If there's something you don't
1: need when you hit a billion dollars, it's like another beanie baby. Like, no one wants to celebrate your billion dollars by spending yeah. five dollars.
0: So strange. So fucking weird. Oh my God. Anyway, so, the, and then there's some really ugly ones. I won't get into there's it. There's like but, a puby
1: one that has like curly hair. Ugh. <laughs>
0: uh. But, yeah, there's just it, – They it's so weird. What a weird fucking time. I don't, what a weird thing.
1: Yeah, I don't believe any of them are worth any money, honestly. No. Like, no. least of all the puby one. Uh, and, and also, like, the Princess Diana one, yeah, that's, like, fucked up. I don't know. Um, it's sad. Uh, I just, like, don't care. These are all stupid.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think I had, like – I had, like, the Peace Bear one, which is apparently a rare one. Oh. Like, the tie-dye one. Oh. I'm pretty sure I had that one. And then I had a Moose, I think. Oh, that's, like, one of the first ones. Yeah, but, like, who cares? Where are they? I don't know. Probably in my closet. This is what
1: my dad always says, like, oh, I have stuff that's worth money. And I'm like, it's only worth money if someone's willing to buy it. Like, I don't see anyone out there trying to actually collect this shit or, like, paying good money for what... It's quote unquote worth. Like, let's just all agree this is done.
0: It's called the greater fool theory, and it's like it's it's a it's a theory that's in finance and economics, Uh and it's it's a theory that says the price of an object is determined not by its intrinsic value, but rather by irrational beliefs and expectations of market market participants. So, there's if you're thinking like I have this thing that's collectible, yeah. And somebody will pay for it. Somebody who is a bigger fool than me. You right, know what I right, mean?
1: right. Yeah, like somebody who doesn't know that this isn't really worth anything.
0: There's always somebody out there who's willing to pay a higher price for yeah. what I bought it for. And so,
1: and it's also like, you know, uh, like, yeah, there are things that are worth money like if you had a picasso or something or you ha- you know oh, yeah. but it's like also you have to be willing to find the person or people or museum or whatever that's gonna buy that yeah from you because it's so much money like it you know well and this is
0: this shit ain't art okay yeah this yeah, is yeah. Like, it's, garbage. This is, it's garbage it's garbage it's mass-produced it's a
1: fucking joanne's fabrics craft
0: project turned somehow hot hot item and it doesn't do anything. There's no, like, it it has no function. It yeah, just sits yeah. there. Like at least with art, that's like I don't know. There's there is some. There's beauty and there's you know, uh, some, I don't know. There's just... beauty
1: and there's grace. It's Miss United States, <laughs> and then the little um flag bear comes out.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know what it is. Mm-hmm. But this all just reminds me of like like this has happened so many times in history. Yeah. And specifically this happened like the uh the fucking tulip craze in like the 1600s. We're we're like the Dutch during the tulip craze and we just keep doing this stuff over and over again. Oh, yeah. We like we like place a value on something and then everybody goes ape shit and it's it all it always it always collapses. Yeah. There's no, there's yeah. a fad, and then it it cycles through, and then it's done, and it's like you want to make a buck at the time, but there's no function for it, and there it, there's always an end an end date for all this stuff. So I just don't understand how in like why we keep doing it, yeah, knowing knowing the history of this kind of stuff. So
1: yeah, I don't. But know. I think.
0: In my personal opinion, I think the Beanie Baby baby craze was a true distillation of late stage capitalism.
1: (laughs) Mm, Yeah. And who doesn't want to make a quick buck? Everybody, it's like the American dream. Somehow you're going to stumble upon some money. It's like the the fucking, I'm watching Deadwood. It's like the gold rush, you know? It's like everyone Mm -hmm. just like is mining for Beanie Babies, hoping they have the one that's worth like 30 grand. In this like time where that was so concentrated, and now, man, I would feel so dumb. Like now, if I was someone that had participated and like spent all my life savings, yeah. And now you just have a bunch of fucking beans. I know. And they're not the magic kind, Jack. There's right. ain't no beanstalk. You know what I mean?
0: No. This <laughs> is this is the beanie baby butthole of <laughs> just I don't know. These beans
1: are the magical fruit. You know yeah. what I mean? It's That's shit. That's right. But instead of toot, you'll shit.
0: Yeah. just You'll really shit the bed. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, What a time. What a time. Um, yeah. If you have some uh, beanie babies still, um Take sorry. a picture. Oh. Take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, sorry, they're not worth anything yeah, probably. And I was going to say, try. take a picture, post it in the group. See if somebody buys them. Uh, try to sell them on eBay. See what happens. I really want to know if like people are actually out there buying them. You could be sitting on a fortune if there really is a, a troll out there, but I don't know. I don't yeah. know.
1: Or or like try and sell them on Facebook Marketplace because I feel like there's uh, so many old people on there now, and that's like true. you know they might think they're worth something even though we all know they're not. So
0: that's where you're gonna find those greater fools for sure.
1: But. You know what? You if you do have that's worth something, a lady's fashion cane. That I'll buy that. Uh, Post it in the group. No, I want to <laughs> see a picture though. I'm thinking yep. about getting
0: one. I mean, we're all going to need one at some point. We are, yeah. That's where you should you should if you really want to make a buck, go into the the industry of death because <laughs> that's going to happen to everybody. Yep. And you know what? The demand is always going to be there. <laughs> None of us are getting out of here alive.
1: I got you a card. It says, sorry, you have to die.
0: (laughs) From the wall of sympathy sympathy cards. All right. All right. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. Sorry I'm sick and sound terrible.
1: No, we don't mind. Uh, Hopefully it... uh, uh. (laughs) hopefully it offset my lisp so
0: oh for sure well um
1: and also like follow us on social meds or whatever if you want like no press uh dtfu podcast on all the platforms yeah um and
0: that's it probably it for now yeah sorry my air conditioning just came on and it's loud it's fine we're done yeah um thanks for listening guys uh be excellent to yourselves and each other Yeah. Bye-bye.